Attention Paddock Preview Show, powered by RST. Good morning, and if you're on Ireland or in the UK, thank you for starting your bank holiday weekend with us here at the TT Grandstand. This is Attention Paddock, brought to you by RST, here on TT, Classic TT Radio, presented by Bennett's, your preview show ahead of today's action on the TT course. I'm Chris Boyd, and I'll apologise for the cold straight away. I've got a cold. And we are, day by day, putting the TT boy band back together. We're joined, as yesterday... By road racing journalist and statistician Bill Wayne, classic TT competitor and, dare I say it, contender John Barton, <laughs> and all things TT <laughs> Richard Milky Quayle. And we're waiting on the arrival of Kiefer Moore back in the house. We'll wait for Kiefer to arrive. Let's just get this passport started, I think. Absolutely. Before we start, we want to say a quick hello to two of the guys, or three of the guys actually, who are with us at TT as well. Ben and Tom Birchall are out in Croatia at the World Sidecar Round. Uh, they messaged Tim Glover yesterday to say they were listening in, so we want to wish them very good luck at this weekend. They're trailing Tim Reeves and Mark Wilkes at the moment in that championship, so they need a good result this weekend out in Croatia. And hello as well to Patrick Ferrance, who I bumped into here on the island about 10 days ago. He was over here and wishing he was here this week rather than that week, but never mind. Hello, Patrick. They were all part of the team for the TT Pundit shows, and it's a good time to remind you that all of those shows, as well as all of these classic TT shows, are available from the podcast section at manxradio.com and yesterday's shows are already up for you to listen to. Right, on with today. The opening race day here at Classic TT presented by Bennett's. But sadly, we move on without Dean Harrison, our senior TT champion, after an incident in last night's qualifying session. The Silicon Engineering Racing Team put out a uh, piece on social media this morning saying an update on Dean. He hit a wall near Belig with his shoulder last night. Luckily, he managed to stay on the TZ, the 250, um, but had to pull in as he was in a lot of pain. A visit to Nobles showed up a bunch of internal injuries. Whilst not life-threatening, they are serious enough to keep him in, ho- in hospital for a few days. He is in good spirits, when isn't he? And wants to pass on his thanks for all the kind comments. Unfortunately, his injuries mean the fun is over for the team at the Classic TT. But fingers crossed, his recovery goes well. For, uh, and their end-of-season races are still a go with Dean and... Uh, we can only add to that and say speedy recovery, can't we, Milky? Yeah, for sure. You know, that's uh, I mean, that's that's TT racing all over it. You know, the, at your high point, and then the next thing is you get, you get a pretty low point. Um, so, yeah, um, I just wish he's, wish he's all right and stuff. And I'm, I'm sure Dino uh, uh, will be, in, like you say, in good spirits and uh, won't bother him whatsoever. So, uh, he'll soon be back. Soon be back to back in action. I'm sure he will. I mean, I've done exactly the same uh, at, at Doran's Bend. I caught my uh, my back there and split it open. Had to have it all stitched up and. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite an easy thing to do, obviously, because you're using all the track. You know, you're from one side of the track to the other, and yeah. just takes a, a little second, a little bit of a wobble, and you're in early, and ooh, ow, there you go. Particularly, uh, John, on that section from Balacrain, probably through to Laurel Bank. That's, that's quite a few sort of areas. Yeah, there, it is. You as you say, yeah, when you're up to those speeds that those boys are doing, that you you really need to use pretty much every inch of the road, and, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe just the the the, the two fifties just caught Dean out a little bit. You know, they do tip in ever so quick. You know, uh, so maybe he's just gone in that fraction too early, and it's uh, it's enough just to to to, to clobber the bank. But uh, yeah, no, hopefully speedy recovery. It's a shame for the classic TT that that obviously Dean's not not going to be out, but uh, we're still going to have some good racing today anyway. And looking in the broader picture, Phil, he'll want to be back for the end of VSB because he's been really showing lots of promise this year through the BSB, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, recent Cadwell round, he was running on the edge of the top 10 and obviously Cadwell probably suits him on some of the other circuits. But um, yeah, he's been getting points this season, really constant, consistently in that top 15 as well. So, I mean, he's got two weeks to get 
fit for Alton Park so um, then obviously they do come every two weeks after that so still four rounds to go so I want to definitely be back and continue that progress. And that does throw open our Superbonic Classic TT in particular on uh, Monday. But uh, if you heard some heavy breathing just while the guys were speaking, that was Keith Amore arriving. We deliberately, Sorry, I do we deliberately told Keith that we were going to start at 10.45 and then moved it to 10.30 just to cause him a bit of trouble as well. Yeah, it's right? nice of you to throw me that curveball in there. Very kind of you. How are we? Yeah, all good, mate. Glad to be back. Glad to see the sun shining for race day. So. Did you bring it with you? Were we crediting you? Actually, uh, yeah, and Holland is a heat wave at the moment because I've just, uh, just come in from Holland, so... It's 30 degrees over there for the next 10 days, so I thought I'd better bring some, some with me. <laughs> Good lad. Fantastic. Right, what have we got to look forward to today? Let's uh, give you the schedule for the opening day here. In fact, we're just getting an update that um, emergency services, oh, this is what we oh, don't want to hear, oh, no. are currently dealing with a minor two-vehicle RTC at Crosby Crossroads. Oh, Motorists right. are advised to it's avoid the area. As delays are possible. Obviously, the road's due to close in 25 minutes or so. So, emergency services dealing with a minor two-vehicle RTC at Crosby Crossroads. Please avoid the area if you can, and hopefully that won't delay us getting underway today. We are due to have the roads closing at 11 o'clock, 25 minutes or so. Then we will have a two-lap qualifying session for the Classic TT Superbike and lightweight classes and um, some Manx Grand Prix senior and junior and newcomers a then we're also due to have a classic tt junior amongst grand prix lightweight two lap qualifying at uh, 12.05 so 11.30 for the first two lap qualifying then another two lap qualifying at 12.05 the opening race of the meeting the bennett senior classic tt over four laps is due to take place at 1.15 then daryl uh, hyam and the enforcers will be on the main stage at 3.15 here at the paddock if you're about and then at 3.30, one of the highlights of the day, the His Years, the Steve Hislop demonstration lap. I had a look around the marquee early with all the bikes in. There's some tremendous lineup, including the white charger. It will be out on the course later than Norton. 4.10, we're due to have the four-lap Dunlop Lightweight Classic TT. And then we're going to have a little bit more practice, one-lap practice sessions for all the classes that haven't raced today at 10 past 6 and 25 past 6, with the aim to have all roads open by 7.30. But that won't stop the action here at the paddock. There are more uh, sets going on at the trackside. The smoking guns and DJs are on from 7.30. And in the VIP suite, the uh, counterfeit stones are on from 8 o'clock. And at 9 o'clock, the Sundown cin Cinema will be showing Dumb and Dumber. Well, are we all booked in for that? <laughs> <laughs> starring in it. <laughs> starring in it, yeah. <laughs> Milky's got the bike anyway. <laughs> I don't know, my brown sugar dances all right. <laughs> yeah. Plenty happening up here today anyway, so if you're on the island, do make your way up to the paddock at some point. But the first race we want to have a look at is the Bennett Senior Classic TT, uh, which will be held over four laps. And really, this is sort of the patterns versus everything else, isn't it? Well, uh, I think so. <laughs> Definitely today, you know, it's you know history says that the the patterns the, yeah. the the tool for the job. You know, it's it's won what three or four times, and it's won in the hands of John McGuinness. You know, obviously, what is interesting, Stefano Benetti's got hold of a, a pattern this year, and we all know that he rides the the, the smaller bikes really, really well. Uh, and being second quickest, he's also going to go off number two now 
Uh, so that's going to be a real show for all the crowd around the course. I'm sure that's making John a happy bunny here. Well, he's just got to, if he, yeah, he's just got to try and keep John in his sights, doesn't he? If he can do that, then he's, he's and we all know what Stefano's like. I think he's a bit of a terror, isn't he? Once he gets his teeth in. Yeah, I think again though, John is John's the master, isn't he? Of course he, he is, realistically, yeah. and uh, you know, he's a fast man, and he's won races, superbike races from number one on the road. So that uh, that doesn't particularly phase him. I know he just likes to have that clear road to push on. Get his head down and get on with it. And, and you know, in in qualifying, he's he's fastest by uh, you know I don't know what, what the actual figures. By the way, he's on he's, he's yeah. on one hundred nine point five eight nine. Thirteen seconds or something. Yeah. yeah so so I th- yeah. realistically, you know, John is your man definitely. Well, we know what John can do from number one, can't yeah, he's done it's, it? That's what I'm saying. He's, he's pulled it's, the it's team pretty, that yeah, one. So I, I honestly don't think that's going to phase him one little bit. He knows what yeah. he has to do. He has to win the race. Yeah. He has to go as fast as he possibly can. So and he knows and he'll do it. It's simple as that. So ultimately, everyone's playing catch up to John. Who's going to be third then? <laughs> that could be good. Yeah. Well, again, though this this like any classic race, and it's a rate of attrition. Yeah, it's a rate, of, rate of attrition. These things are fragile things, you know. And yeah. so it's it's all well and good being the fastest for the first three laps, but you've got to get. That, over that finish line, get that checkered flag. John's had his fair yeah. share of troubles on the pattern as well. Oh. In the last couple yeah. of years, and he's I mean, actually classic finished racing, now. isn't it? Yeah, yeah these, I mean, these crazy bikes stuff. Four laps. Just crazy stuff as well, like the master cylinder yeah. reservoir cap backed off. I mean, you know, yeah. it never happens. That yeah. never ever happens. I've never even heard of it, and it, it backed off Just for some unlucky. freak reason. So, you know, that's the thing. You know, if lady looks on your side. You're going to win the race if not. Yeah, you're not winning it. So, is, is that always on your mind, John, when you're out there riding in a classic race? Just trying to look after the machinery and thinking absolutely yeah, I mean, for rattles and things yeah as a rider riding these old classic bikes you've got to be so mechanically sympathetic you know you really have because uh yeah they are fragile you know this is a long way for them uh little you know little little single cylinder and twin cylinder engines uh so yeah you can't ride them like modern day bikes you really have to be uh you really have to be cautious but yeah you kind of just you're just kind of waiting to to hear something happen or to something to sort of, sort of start happening with the bike and you just keep praying that it doesn't but uh it, it it's classic racing all over it you know it's it's not only one it's not only one on the track it's one in the it's one in the garage you know preparing these bikes nowhere else anywhere in the world will these bikes do a, an hour and no. a half's racing will but they at this speed no, no, no. flat out for so long you can't believe how how it's wide strange. open the throttle yeah, is yeah. for, for so long the, 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 like, like Bart you were saying the classic bikes there they are so so fragile and you are I mean I, I know when I was riding them you, you go to the places like the Mountain Mile because they are quite slow you, you've got time to think whereas on the modern the superbike you haven't got time to think whereas on the classic bike you can you can you know you could read a book effectively on the tank that that, that slow. So you sat there, and I remember going up the mountain mouth, just talking to it. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Keep going. Come on. Don't let me down. Just don't let me down. And you, because you, you, you know, it's like you know, like your wife. You've got to look after it. You know, oh, it's not good. <laughs> Potentially better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a better ride. <laughs> but no, no. You, you've got to basically, uh, you know, look after them and be, and be patient with them. And of course, you read your pit boards. That's the thing. You know, these boys are all going to have pit boards today, yeah. and they're going to know where they are in the position on the track and if you've got a 10 second gap it's pointless you know bouncing off the limiter everywhere because yeah. y- y- there's no reason so y- again you just race them from pit board signal to pit board signal to pit board signal to see where you lose if you're losing time you can up the pace a little bit but it's just a matter of you know managing the race you've got to manage it you know it's yeah it's I not think just that's all one thing john's got on his side though because exactly he's, he's, yeah he's very so sympathetic towards yeah. the, machi- the yeah. machinery it's it's not going to be him doing anything wrong no, no, no. he's going to stop the thing finishing yeah 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 no, exactly yeah. but again it's still no guarantees you 
No, no, like this, no, definitely. And as what Milky said, you know, the boarding is probably almost more important than the, the, the TT as such because, yeah, there's going to be a lot of breakdowns today, so you can end up being in a good position with a with a, a big buffer. So yeah, you just got to knock the revs off and make sure you get the old girl home. Oh, so you could be twentieth in the end of the first half and sixth by the end. Of yeah, the exactly. Time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. You won't yeah. get that at the TT. But. We are expecting uh, attrition, unfortunately. Yeah, these machines, as we say, it's a long old race for them to do. John McGuinness, as we say, leads the practice times. 20 minutes, 33.2, 110.135. Stefano Bonetti, 20 minutes, 46.8, so 13.7 seconds slower, 108.94. Jamie Coward on the Norton, 21 minutes and 7, 107.16, so a further, what, 21 seconds down on Stefano Bonetti. Then Lee Johnston on the first of the Hondas, 21 minutes, 19.4, 106.16. Alan Oversby then, the first of the real classic uh, men who, who race those machines all year, if you like. He's fifth fastest, 105.69. Michael Rutter on the Sealy is sixth fastest, 105.51. Then Chris Swallow, Derek Shields, Maria Costello and Mark Perslow. Maria Costello well, could be a dark horse I, here, I, I couldn't she? just about to say that. I mean, Maria always has a good run on that pattern. Again, that pattern that she rides as well. She's ridden it now for the last three, four years. She knows the bike. Um, she's got a good little team. And she's a good little pilot as well. You know, well, she's you, got the podium here, didn't she? Yeah, exactly. So she's, she, she, she's definitely got form. And again, she can be in there. She can be in there. I think the year before she was doing really well as well. And then it broke, broke down. That's right, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, Maria. Again, if you're on a if you're on a green pattern, <laughs> you've got to be definitely in for a chance. Definitely. So yeah. yeah. And the reason for that is when we look at the previous winners list, the six editions of the classic TT we've had: 2013, Oliver Lindstall won on a pattern; 2014, Ian Locker won on a pattern; 2015, Dean Harrison booked the trend on the Black Eagle MV Augusta; 2016, John McGuinness won on the pattern; 2017, Josh Brooks substituted for him and won on the pattern. <laughs> Last year, John McGuinness won on the pattern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I have a pattern, please? Bit, a bit of a pattern. Going on, here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, ultimately, the, the the poor old singles, they are a little bit outgunned by the by the the, 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 the different cylinders. Do you know I mean, like the MV was exceptional as well. You know, it's a, it's a quarter of a million pound motorcycle or whatever. You know, and even but the they patterns. do have to pit. Don't yeah, that. yeah, and anything yeah. can go wrong in that pit stop. Yeah, we've yeah seen they do. Time, but again, again, just they've just got that extra little bit of an edge on it. And again, yeah. with it being a, the, the twin cylinder as well, it just takes the strain off the engine a little bit more rather than the single. It's just um, yeah. So. Yeah, but like say in classic racing, who knows? Who knows? It's going to be a fascinating race for everybody, all the spectators out there. It's going to be uh, in for a, in for a treat. We are. I think so, and certainly in for a, n- noise-wise, an absolute oh, yeah. treat. Just the sound of these things going around. Well, that's where we are in such a very fortunate position here on the TT course, where we have no noise limit effectively. So, you know, any short circuit you go to has always got noise limits and stuff. Whereas here, you can <laughs> have as noisy as you want, and you know, over the mountain, you can hear them things coming. It's like a like a squadron of RAF bombers coming yeah. towards you. It's <laughs> it will <so>. be. <laughs> the whole grandstand rumbles when they're in the pit lane, ready yeah. for the start of their practice session. It is. We have to shut the windows upstairs in the in, in, in the uh, where we're broadcasting from because the, literally the noise would just swamp everything. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're, we're setting them off here with all the headphones on, and we can't even talk to us to each other because yeah. they're so loud. So, yeah, it's. Uh, but that's what you want, anyway. A bit of noise, bit of actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah. a bit of a smell. Yeah. <laughs> so, colours on the master. Is anybody not going for John McGuinness? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, 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 I, I might be a little bit different. I might go yeah. for Jamie Coward because Jamie oh. Coward's gone very fast on that Norton. In he's the past. Done, I'm sure he's done about 109 on that thing around here, isn't he's he? He's done over 110. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I mean, Jamie knows that he yeah. can do that. I'm going to go for Jamie Coward. Again, he, he's, yeah. he's in a good place. He's riding amazing at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's been riding brilliant all year. Had a little bit of a whoopsie there at the Southern 100. Um, 
I saw it actually happen. I was at Church Bends that, day, that night. But um, yeah, he's he's in a good place. He's riding good. Yeah, I'm, so I'm going to go yeah. for Jamie Coward. I'm going to book the trend and go for Jamie Coward. Lee Johnson? Nah, I'm going for Jamie. No, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for Lee just to be <laughs> something completely yeah. different. Why not? If, um, yeah. if anyone's going to challenge the patterns, it is Jamie. Um, yeah. Lee, I think, has had a few reliability issues. I think last night he only got as far as Crosby, and I don't think he's had much time on the bike at all. But I think the 350 will be his better chance. Right, you are listening to Attention Paddock brought to you by RST. We are with John Barton, Phil Wayne, Milky Quail and Keith Amore. Let's bring you, and I'm Chris Boyd, let's bring you the weather forecast <laughs> just so we've got that. But it's lovely. It's superb. It's the best weather forecast we could possibly have. Woo-hoo. Today will be dry with prolonged spells of sunshine and only a light to moderate east to south easterly breeze. Feeling warm or very warm in the sunshine with temperatures rising to 22 degrees as high as 24 in places sheltered from the breeze. Staying dry this evening and tonight with clear spells before some low cloud and mist develops towards dawn tomorrow morning but there's no race action tomorrow morning uh, all the stuff up at Jerby is on the lowlands so we're good for that and minimum temperature overnight 14 degrees that could not be a better forecast for today could it after the week we've had ah, a bit warm though isn't it no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no I said that, I said this morning I want to get a sunburn today I want yeah. to get a bit of a manx tan today I haven't put any sun cream on because of the week we've had I've just got a trench foot all week and I thought no I'm going to get a sunburn today so I'm hoping to have tan lines yeah, by the time sunburn. I go in the afternoon no so, yeah, sunburn so, <laughs> so yeah so no it's, it, it's, it's ace it's ace for all the competitors again the pressure Look enough last night and yesterday with having those good practice sessions we had, it relieved a lot of the tension in the paddock. Everyone's a lot happier now. Um, they've got some laps under the belt. Yeah. Um, they, they've built a spit. Admittedly, they're not right up to top speed as yet. They still haven't got their eye in completely, but it's we're almost there. We're almost there. I mean, ultimately, that's why we've got that extra practice session now this morning for the super bikes again, just to give them a little bit more time on the bike, to get a bit more settings, a bit more, uh, you know ability on the bike and stuff so yeah um it's going to be a fantastic day fantastic day i can't wait absolutely and you guys need to get going john and milky to get out there to sort out the road closure and things so we've only got a few more minutes with you so let's move on to the lightweight classic tt that we will have later this evening or this afternoon rather and it's really been a bit of a one-man story during practice with just bruce anstey and particularly now with dean harrison taken out of the picture it leaves quite a gap back to james hind on the practice times but really this bruce anstey story is just superb that's it? fine by me yeah, yeah, yeah I'll give it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think good anyone. Just give a trophy. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. going to complain yeah. about the old Bruce having a good day. Yeah, yeah, it's just great to see him back. I mean, I don't really care where he is on the uh, time sheets, but uh, if he can go out there and win it, I mean, that's just you couldn't write that script. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't think yeah. he's really going to have to get anywhere near the 120 type pace, is he? No, I mean, realistically, Bruce is the best man out there, and also he's riding one of the best bikes in the field. Well, he's riding a Clive Paget 250, which he's the guru. He is, he is the man that, that you know can that can get the 250, the best out of any 250 motorcycle. So he's definitely got to be your, your prime favourite. And you know, like we we're saying, the whole Isle of Man is going to be cheering for. Bruce going around there. It's just yeah, I just, I just love to be out there watching. You know, yeah, all the yeah. crowd waving yeah. at Bruce, and yeah. uh, you know, and they should do. You know, for what he's for what he's achieved over the last couple of years and coming back this week, it's it's just awesome. Phenomenally, right? I think the last awesome. lap they would carry him. Oh yeah, yeah. Back to the, <laughs> I would carry him. We'll all carry him. Again, I'd like to. I'd love. I'd love to see Locker. I mean, I'm a big yeah. Locker fan. Love to see Locker get and, up there. And, can. And, and I think yeah, he'll definitely be on the podium. Yeah, you know I was just I mean? thinking yeah. last year it was the oldest podium ever, wasn't it? <laughs> Something yeah. stupid like that. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see him Locker up there as well. Um, he, again, he's an experienced lad, knows how to set a 250 up. So again, he's not going to be running it right close to the edge where it's going to be seasoned up on the first lap. Yeah. He's going to have it set right. He's going to be there. Good, put 
pushing on, yeah. and he's going to give Bruce a good go for his money. Well, I think yeah. if, things, if things go according to form, I mean, Bruce may may just get the gap and jump away with it. But the podium battle, looking at you know the timesheets, could be could be ace, couldn't it? You've got the young lad coming through, James yeah, yeah. Hind as well, which yeah, would be yeah. great to see him him on it. And Pippen. I know Lee's a bit down, but I mean he's proven it last year that he can he can get round at decent times. So I was going to so. say, yeah, I mean there's more speed to come from Locker. Obviously, you know he's yeah. almost 118 in this class before. Lee obviously won the race last year as well. Again, probably not had many laps on the 250, but if everything clicks for Lee on the day, you know, he's, he's, I think he'll he's be just been struggling with, with the setup of the week a little bit. Well, yeah. it's just time as well. Exactly, the, yeah. the, the, the week we've had, you know, you've not had any chance. And the thing is, as well, a lot of the lads won't want to go out in the 250 in case it does seize because then you've lost that practice session. You're stuck out at Balaf somewhere. Yeah. You can't get back to get on your other bike. So a lot of the lads don't particularly like going on the 250s when they've got to work on the superbike and the, and the 500s and stuff. So, yeah, they tend to be left to the last sort of thing. So, I mean, we've even got, you know, a few lads going out now in this morning practice to get try and get qualified now for the race uh, for, for this afternoon. Right. So, so we've given dispensation to go out in this one here just to try and get a bit more time on the bike and set up. So, again, ultimately, it's all about safety and getting it to the right place. So, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, the, the race is gonna. It's gonna. Like I say, I know Bruce is well above on the leaderboard and stuff, but yeah, he, he could have a, a good, good go at it. You know, yeah. someone's gonna. They're gonna be chasing. They're not gonna give it to him. Jamie Coward in there yeah, again. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. David Todd. You know, yeah. first time David's on the two fifty six on the leaderboard. That's already impressive. Hundred and twelve mile now. Let me I mean, get to see that going. That quicker. bite that Jamie Coward's on that TZ is it's awesome, beautiful. It? It's, it's, it's it? just like it's come out of the factory. It's amazing. It's beautiful bit of machinery. So yeah, it's. Yeah, it's going to be ace again. Another <laughs> red hot race. Yeah, very much a man yeah, in yeah. demand, Jamie Coward. You go to any meeting anywhere, Jamie is on competitive machinery in just about every class. Well, he's yeah. one of the new men on the block, he isn't he? Yeah, he's just, yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. He's worked really hard at the job, and he's and he and he and he's been his progression over the last couple of years has been amazing, and, exactly. and he deserves all these good rides that he's getting, and, he, and he'll only go on to do better things when he. Yeah, yeah, he served his apprenticeship again as a TT rider. He's there now. He's he's one of the top men now. So that's it. Bring it on. He's still go. only 28 yeah. as well. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. coming into his prime years. Yeah, yeah. as well. Like any bike, any class, he'll be yeah. up there. I'm surprised David Todd's going off at number one. Because I mean, he, it's can't be too easy for him. He's not had too many laps around here. No. No. Again, David, he's talking to stars of the future. Oh, he that, is. That yeah. boy is. That is. Yeah. That boy is. He's the next he big carry. Yeah. Off, two, yeah. three years time, he is the next Peter Hickman. Yeah, definitely for sure. And. Uh, Davey again, pretty inexperienced on the 250. Um, but again, you know, right yeah, like. exactly. He's a class act. So, and again, he's he's on one of Clive's Clive's bikes. I know he had a few issues mechanical wise with with the with the OW1 stuff that he was riding for Clive. And I saw it last night. It come back in. It was only on three cylinders. And but yeah, Clive will Clive will get it going. And Davey, Davey will ride it. He'll want to, he'll want to do his best job as possible. Oh, yeah, and so, like I say, the, the race is going to be red hot. It's oh, and with, with, with Dean now out <laughs> as well, who's yeah. going to start at number two, there's a 20 second gap now behind him. So he could literally ride around for four laps and not see another bike. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll be hoping. So, yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's it, yeah. Again, yeah. It's, it's it's playing into every, you know everyone's hands and stuff and. It's going to be brilliant. I can't wait. Give you the top practice times. Bruce Anstey then from last evening, 117.29, 90 minutes, 18.0. James Hind, if we take Dean Harrison out of the picture, 90 minutes, 56.2. So 90 minutes, 18 against 19.56. That's the difference. James, 113.54. James was a newcomer last year at the Mount Grand Prix. That's brilliant. Yeah. He's really coming through. That's fantastic. Then Jamie Coward, 112.83. Ian Locker, 112.5. And Davy Todd, as we were talking, 111.99. Seventh to tenth, Charles Reese Hardesty, another name coming through. Then Dominic Herbertson, 
who obviously was a, a winner at this meeting last year, Chris Moore, and Daniel Sale, who's always a bit of a dark horse on the 250s. Yeah, yeah coming yeah, back from come yeah. back from fitness, yeah. Exactly. I mean, you've got the likes of Gary Vines as well. Gary Vines, they, they ride the 250s constantly, the all-season sort of thing. And Reese Hardesty as well, they're, they're riding the bikes... It's not just a yeah. It's not just a, a one once a year thing. So yeah. them boys again are going to be there or thereabouts. Definitely, they're going to be again confident, pushing it on. And again, these those these young lads again, they are again the future of, of the event. So they, they get building more confidence. They're getting going better. If they get some, a good start and stuff and get away, they'll they'll be up there as well. well they want to push the TT stars, don't they? There's nothing yeah, better yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, what yeah. what a carrot for them? Yeah. Yeah. Chasing them yeah, boys yeah. down. Some of these uh, newer riders are going to just again have to look after some of the machinery a little bit like Ryan Neen who's down there uh, 14th on the practice sheet which could go quite really well. Um, other riders, you know, Carsten Svensson there. The, there are names there who are... John Barton. Yeah. Well, John Barton. <laughs> we were going to ask John before he disappears. He's, he's riding both races today. Eight laps. Are you up for eight laps? Eight laps. Johnny, I was. <laughs> I, did, I did say if, 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 if I do eight laps today I'll be amazed. But, uh, but yeah, I hope so. That's the plan. Uh, which one are you looking for? to the most uh, you know I, I, like Milky keeps saying I, it doesn't matter provided I'm riding around this course on, on, a, on a bike I mean you know neither of the bikes are you know they're, they're both really good bikes they're not going to challenge the, the top bikes so I'm just out there to have a real ball and then have a couple of real nice races today make me jealous now well if you do break down find a pub well only the second race <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <don't laughs> <like the first. laughs> So let's whiz around the table. Then I don't think there's going to be much doubt about who we think is going to win this. But maybe we'll go for a one-two. Yeah, uh, one and two. Well, that yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah, I've, I've, we've all got to well, go with Bruce, I guess. Uh, but I'm I'm coming in second. I'm coming in Jamie Coward. Bill, I'm going to go did Bruce winning and Locker second. Oh. Ditto. That's exactly what that's. I'm going to go David Todd. Oh, good. Ah, man. good man. I think David might just give up a push to do. Yeah. You never oh, know. Yeah. Okay. He hasn't let me down yet. <laughs> uh, it's 5 to 11, so we know you guys need to get away to deal thank with the you. road closure yep. and stuff. So thanks very much, and we'll thank speak to you later on, on part Thermae. Thank you very much, and uh, good luck today. John thank Bob. you very much. Cheers. There we go. And that'll leave myself, Keith, and Phil just to uh, wrap through the last five minutes. Keith, you, I mean, you, when did you come in yesterday? Uh, I didn't actually land until. Uh, Nearly nine o'clock last night. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say you've hardly missed anything. Actually, we only really got underway yesterday. Yeah, I was just <laughs> glad uh, I caught up with Paul Phillips when I got in. He said, "Yeah, we had a really, really good day, and everybody, yeah, enjoyed it." And everybody came back. Well, most people came back with smiles on their face, so I think everybody was a lot um, happier, shall we say? Relieved, maybe the word is after the week we've had. That was definitely the impression last night, wasn't it, Phil? Yeah, I mean, I've. Only got here four hours before Keith. So <laughs> <laughs> we a, didn't miss anything. Bit of a whirlwind, but yeah, I was like obviously watching, the, listening in during the week, and I was just thinking like it's TT all over again. So I was kind of glad that I, in a way that I wasn't here because I can know what that feeling's like when nothing's happening. So to get that full day in yesterday, and as the boys said before, you know the tension was just you know dropping all the time, and everyone was happy, everyone was relieved, smiles on back on their faces. Most riders. Thankfully got in plenty of laps as well, so obviously like Johnny said, there's a few that still need to get a couple more in today to get qualified, but yeah, I think me and Keith have arrived at the right time. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we're going to get three days of good weather, exactly, which yeah. will be nice. I think you are home. right across this weekend, <laughs> I think it's going to be superb. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And really superb for one of the festival highlights this afternoon, the Hizzy Parade, which uh, I mean, that's going to be superb. Yeah, it's, I'm actually, um, I was talking to them this morning in the VIP hospitality suite, and the other boys are excited to go out and dad's bike so yeah I think it was just be, be quite an emotional thing um, as he was he was a really 
well, he was an icon, you know what I mean? For me, he was a, a superhero, so because he was the I man when I, I very first started racing. So, yeah, it was, it's going to be quite a thing to see this, well, this morning. Yeah, Can't I mean, wait. For me, I mean, Hizzy was my hero growing up as a kid. Like, I know some people's with Jerry, but for me, like from when I first saw Steve in 85, don't ask me why, but I just kind of latched onto this red and black Yamaha, started following him, and that was it. And I've done a lot of work with the parade on the website and like just been researching his career and obviously I know you can remember certain things but you forget other things as well it's only when I've been writing all the words up that you kind of realise A just what he achieved B just how special he was and C you know what he actually did you know not just on the roads here at the TT but everywhere he did sort of thing and that you know just really he was just he was phenomenal him, him and Foggy stood out, didn't they, as the men who could do it both on the short circuits and on the roads. They were almost neck and neck, weren't they, really? But right at the top of whatever, you know, World Championship, whatever it was, I mean, Izzy on his day was considered yeah, probably was one of the fastest riders in the world. But equally the same, but equally different as well. They had very contrasting styles and approaches. I mean, Steve, for me, was the best person I've ever seen right here, around here, style-wise, and everything yeah. like that. You know, it was just pure poetry early and that and then you got fogged too it's more he just made the bike go around yeah. Exactly, yeah, so. <laughs> he didn't give the bike an option steve did wear the heart and the sleeve though as well he was quite outspoken at times wasn't he yeah so. again doing a lot of the research <laughs> rereading his autobiography and you know nearly every chapter was there going oh that was just me saying what i thought at the time <laughs> and got him in trouble didn't always go down well with people whether it be team managers or mechanics etc but he just was honest that it, was all he know, knew really was all, quite, quite emotional as well yeah but I mean, at the end of the day, when you're that fast, you can be whatever you want in my eyes. But just, for, I think he was a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. I think it was the days when they gave wild cards to superbike riders, wasn't there? And he'd go into the world superbike rounds as a complete wild card and just... Was it? Like, yeah. Brad yeah. annihilated everybody. Donington, he put it on the podium as well uh, there one year. He's got pole position, I think, at Donington as well. Um Fourth at Donington earlier, right? Completely different ends of the spectrum. 1989, second year of World Superbikes, he got a fourth at Donington. 2001, he put it on pole and got a podium and had po uh, top six positions at Brands. Obviously, it was but Brands where he had his big accident at yeah, yeah. Bad, his neck that was in World Superbikes. So, yeah, he could run with anyone. And I mean, obviously, the lap that everyone talks about, and rightly so, is lapped Donington Park almost a second quicker than Valentino Rossi <laughs> that's what bike. I was you know, that's remembering yeah. <laughs> that very bike will be out on the TT Mountain course later just one of many the white charge in Norton will be out uh, the one of the, uh, the the RV45 I think will be out RC45, RC45, RC45 yeah, yeah that'll be out there the, the I, think Boost Boost riding, yeah, I think Stuart's riding one of them yeah that's right yeah. well there we are that just about gets us ready for the first race day action at the Classic TT uh, presented by Bennett we will have the full course commentary team on very very shortly it's moving up to 11 o'clock the roads are about to close this has been Attention Paddock with RST Attention Paddock Preview Show powered by RST